Hello and welcome to the Repeat Digital Podcast. I'm Freddie. And I'm Cam. And I'm Ollie. So today we're going to be talking about how we measure success as a PPC agency. Um, there's quite a few different ways that we do this and we're sort of going to try and structure this into macro conversions, micro conversions, how we sort of track things and then the actual associated value with these, um, with these conversions. So uh, should we get started with macro then? Yeah, sure. So the first few things that we look at are most importantly the transactions, the sales that come through uh, on the website, uh, form submissions, especially if it's a B2B company, online chats, uh, also looking at additions that are using the Google channels and core conversion tracking. So these really are like the bread and butter sort of yeah. conversions and um, they're the easiest ways to to basically of course. make sure someone's a lead or obviously if it's a transaction then you know they've, they've bought your product. Mm. And um, yeah, sorry, go on. <laughs> I think, I think um, most importantly, every time I look into an account, when I first set up an account, I actually check whether there have been conversions in the past and also see whether they are converting. Um, the first thing, one of the first things I do is, especially when it comes to contact form submissions, I'll, I'll do a test, you know, com a contact form completion and see whether it is reporting it correctly. And if it isn't, is there a way to actually report it and find out what the, those issues are? Definitely, yeah. you don't want to be missing those conversions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that we always notice when we go into accounts, Sometimes there's conversions that aren't real conversions and they're just, they're just things like going to a, a certain page but not submitting any forms or anything like that. So sort of like going to the contact page but not actually contacting anyone. Yeah. And, and that just blows my mind really. It's, it's, I don't think you should count as a conversion. I'm not even sure if it should be a micro conversion to be honest. Which no. is something we were going to talk about in a second. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. exactly. Um, I, I, guess, I guess it depends if you... If you know your uh, sort of conversion rate on your contact page, then it is useful if people are more likely to sort of, I don't know, email you or do that sort of thing that you can't necessarily track as easily. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess it's, you can only measure what you can measure. <laughs> of course. But there is, I think there is some logic to actually, not, not counting it as a conversion, but checking how people visit the page itself and then seeing how often it converts or not, seeing what this conversion rate is and trying to understand whether it's a, there's a problem on the actual contact form page itself or if it's got some, something to do with something else, especially if you're driving traffic to that page. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Now it's important, but if you, let's say you've got two conversions. One's a, a form fill and one's a contact page visit. Like one's worth way, 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 way more than the other. Mm, mm. So you can't add the same value to each one. No, you can't at all. So no, precisely. So yeah. So in terms of other micro conversions then, what would you what would you say are probably like the top ones that you can use to measure success? Um well there's loads, isn't there? You can literally do whatever you want with Google Analytics these days, like sort of like bounce rate, average session duration amount of pages viewed per session. But which ones, are, which ones are probably oh. more high value though? Yeah, which one would you think is? Because I'd be thinking something like a, maybe like a white paper download or something like that, where you know uh. someone's probably more likely to 
to therefore be a lead. Yeah. No, I, I've, I completely forgot about that. That is... I think that's, like, probably in between, like, macro and micro. Yeah. Because um, that is actually quite valuable. And a lot of clients do prioritise having those downloads. Because you're getting them into the funnel, basically. Yeah. Um, whereas, sort of, like, the other ones we talk about, like, bounce rate isn't really... It's just a measure of, of sort of performance. It's not really a conversion. Yeah. Mm. Um, but what if it was... What if you have... If, if your company was a blogging site or a newspaper article, wouldn't those conversions... Wouldn't scroll depth for bounce rate be important to you more? It's difficult because I don't know yeah. what they what they track because I've never been in that industry. But sure, it depends because they've got to sell. What well, they make money from ad ad advertisers, don't they? Correct. Yeah, advertisers yeah. pay. Advertisers pay it as an impression, so they don't care well they should care about mm. sort of like scroll depth and average time on site but video ads are now probably way more prevalent prevalent so that's a yeah that's okay think i think that we're is, i think yeah. we're sort of going off topic a little bit here <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> i think we should sort of try and push this back towards what we do as a company and try and talk about more about how we provide value for our clients <laughs> and and the ways we do that and i think the best way to do that really is to is to talk about how we use Google Analytics with Google Advertising to make sure we are tracking the right conversions and not missing out on um, on on conversions, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do we do that, Cam? Um, so, I think it's about attributing conversions to certain channels and campaigns that you're, you're setting up in Google Ads as well. Yeah. So, one of the key features that we use quite a bit is the conversion paths uh, model in um, Google Analytics and, and often in Google Analytics it will attribute certain sales and certain contact form completions or transactions uh, towards organic traffic or direct traffic however we when you look back at the data and look at conversion path sometimes that user came through a Google ad first and then went back on the site through either organic search or going on the site directly and this, this isn't always attributed correctly towards Google Ads. So here, I repeat, we, we try and make sure that the client customer understands that the campaigns that are driving, that are driving traffic to the website may not convert the first time. Yeah. But down the road. Down, yeah. They, exactly. They might, they might convert. Exactly. And so what, what is it we do? We use linear, linear conversions to try and measure that then. Yeah, I think the one of the best attribution models are is uh, the linear attribution model. Yeah. Uh, what it does is basically it doesn't use last click, so the last performance, the last, the last campaign that or last channel that someone used uh, clicked on to get to the website as the kind of conversion, it would spread it out through to, uh, across several different keywords or campaigns and sort of uh, attribute the uh, conversion more spread yeah 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 i know what you mean yeah I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because put it this way if if someone comes to your site via a google ad then they leave but they, they're still thinking about you and then they come back through an organic so they've, they know your brand so they've, they've googled your brand again they come back through an organic and then they convert the last click model is not going to give that to, to the google ad it's going to give it to the organic of course Whereas really the, the, the ad actually did everything there. Um, and that's why the default of last click isn't, isn't really the best 
And that, that's Google's telling us to go away from that as well, anyway. So yeah. But it is the default still. So. Strange. Yeah. And they should change that. Yeah. And then there's also what is it? Um, so Google Ads has a different attribution. So it's so it's on the day of the actual click on the ad, whereas Google Analytics is on the day of the actual conversion. So if you notice in Google Ads and Google Analytics, you've got a difference in sort of in, in conversions. That that's the reason for it. But now Google Ads has actually released um, a new sort of like conversion column, which is done by the date of the conversion. So it's, oh. it would be in line with Google Analytics now. Oh, okay, which yeah, is kind that of make, cool. That makes way more sense. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> we, we were having well, it wasn't problems, but when we turned out our reports, like we put our conversions down, but that's on the time of the click. Yeah. So if someone then converts like the next month. It should have been on the last report, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. we were just we were kind of under-reporting. Mm. Let's get those things lined up. I think that's one of the key things here, isn't it, really? Um, I think it also, in terms of PPC, that um, we, can also, we, have, we can also touch on ad extensions as well that, that are quite important for, towards um, ad routing success. Things that we haven't touched, talked about yet is... Um, the new lead form extension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, things that have been around for a, a little bit of time as well now, such as the message extensions, and of course, one of the most important ones, calls from ads. Um, these, these three, uh, they're not always relevant to every industry, but especially call for ads, try and get across every single campaign that really, every single ad that really uh, could do with it. But these three also a measure of success, uh, and it helps. It. A strong helps build a stronger CTA for the user in the uh, when looking at the advert in, on Google search. That makes sense. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. So, so now we've sort of gone over the the conversions, the macro and the micro conversions, and the the ways we track those. Now we sort of need to talk about how we assign those conversions actual value, and so we can work out the ROI of a client of a of, for our clients, basically. Um, so how do we sort of go about doing that? What's the what's the process there? Um, so obviously with e-commerce, it's it's all done for you. Yeah. So it pulls it from analytics, transaction details. And so that's great because you can see how much money you've spent. You can see how much money you've actually made from that spend. Um, it gets a bit more difficult when you're talking about B2B. So sort of more inquiries and sort of contact forms and calls. Um, what you can do is you can sort of get your average value of a new, a new inquiry and then apply that to your phone call or your contact form mm -hmm. so then it gives an actual monetary value, um, which, is, which is all right, but you, you don't know what's going to happen. Accurate. Yeah. It's not very accurate, so that's the issue you've got yeah. there. And you're sort of just assuming an average order value when in reality it can vary so much depending on yeah. the service that you offer. Yeah, but what we're looking at doing is obviously today we got a great call from a client we saying <laughs> that, they've, that they've got a 10 grand lead. Happy days. Yeah. Off of how much, how much spend so Probably far? Probably about £100. Pounds. I don't pounds know. I don't, that's I crazy, it's, isn't it? Yeah, is it? I think we're only halfway through that month, aren't we? I know. It's, yeah, it's mental. But what we can do with that is, since we're working so closely with them, we can, we can pinpoint it was that call. Mm. So we can go back in Google Ads and import the actual conversion value. Yep. Mm. Um, and then we then we actually know how much it's really driven. Um, Which means we can then go on further and 
try and get more conversions using that data. Yeah, and prioritize it. And yeah, prioritize it. Yeah, uh, it's more, it'd be more difficult if it was a, a massive client with loads and loads of inquiries. Yeah, but, of course. But there's there's always ways around it. I think because there's also integrations, sort of like with Salesforce, you can mm. you can sort of integrate and you can apply a value to that sort of lead, and then that imports back into Google Ads as well. So there's, there's always ways to do it. Yeah. Um, sometimes it can get a bit technical, though. That's the only issue with that. And, yeah. But, if, but if, if you can measure it, then it makes it so much easier to, to that business and so much easier to understand where your value is actually coming from. Yeah. So yeah. it's worth, worth the effort in some cases. Of course. Yeah. I think some clients are put off because it's they're, they're sort of their, their staff needs to invest time in learning how to do it yeah. and they have to do it after every sort of phone call or contact form they have to apply an actual value mm. um, but it shouldn't take that long especially once they get used to it but yeah I guess it depends on how each business chooses to, to then to then prioritise that sort of thing yeah okay then um, any, anything else to add yeah, with uh, with sort of ROI and I think we could be here for all day to be honest in yeah. terms of like what you can track what you can what, 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 what there is to track and also like we don't know what's going to be tracking in the future as well that is true like for example yeah, yeah. like phone call can always track like for, maybe next in the next few years it could be more to do AI or a video or a video mm. it could be those sort of new conversion that could be coming in uh, and there's all, we have mentioned white, white papers already and how that's very, very important. Also, another thing that, that's quite similar is like email subscribing lists. Yeah. Um, just try and get people on board that. So that, that could be helpful for your remarketing channels. Um, so many. So, so many more we could cover. I think we should probably just recap what we've said then. Yeah. I've got one point. You've got one I'm more sorry. point. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. It's go a good on. one though. One thing that really annoys me is when clients don't factor in the average lifetime value of a, of a lead. Yes. Because yeah. um, it's massive. Like, if, if you're sort of, especially B2B, like, if you're going to be working with them for the next five years, it could be worth thousands to you. Mm, yeah. So you should always sort of factor that in. Um, so you know to prioritise those sort of leads rather than the leads that just give you upfront value, but not as much in the long term. Because mm. it's, mm. it's not as sustainable. So yeah. understand lifetime value of a customer, not just that one, um, that one conversion and the value that's associated with it. Yeah. Because it, you could be undervaluing PPC as a whole, yeah. or any marketing channel for that mm. fact. Yeah. Because if I take it a step further, like you could have spent like five hundred quid, got a lead for five hundred quid, and you're like, oh well, I've I've only broken even. But if you look at how much that's worth in the long run, it could yeah. be worth like 10 grand. Yeah, so you spend yeah. 500 quid to make 10 grand. So it's completely different. Especially yeah. when, especially in B2B where customers, once they're in, they're probably going to be there for a minimum of six, six months at yeah. least. And, mm. and you upsell to them. Potentially yeah. longer upselling to them. Exactly yeah. that. So um, and Maybe referrals as well. Oh yeah, Cam's been a specialist. In that. Cam is the referral master. He, I think he asked for them on the slide. <laughs> <laughs> is he getting bonuses from that? I don't know. Backhand deals. Cheeky <laughs> boy. So, um, so I think I think that's pretty much covered everything in terms of what we do in terms of measuring success. So the macro conversions, the micro conversions, how we measure uh, those conversions, and then associate values to them. 
Um, so last thing I'd like to add is just make sure you're measuring properly because if you're not, how do you know what value you're getting from your, from your yeah. marketing? Um, that's something we do here. You should do it too. <laughs> yeah. Just keep testing, just keep learning, and then that way you can, you can drive more sales. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right. So thanks everyone for listening today. Uh, really hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, subscribe. I think we're on YouTube as well as whatever podcast application we use. All of them. All of them, <laughs> all, all of them. them, all of them. Um, yeah, and if you want to drop us a review, that'd be really great. Um, it really helps us sort of grow and expand our, expand our reach. Um, so yeah, just keep being awesome and see you next time. Thank you. See Cheers. Ya.